Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here is your host, director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Well, thank you guys for joining us. If you were about ready to reach for that dial and change the station, don't do that. I have a special guest with me today, and I'm looking forward to you meeting the newest member of the UGM family. She has been with us just about three months now. Uh, she, of course, is fitting right in as family and all the things that we always talk about at the mission. If you're out there today, however, and you are discouraged about the way things are going, you're you're feeling a little overwhelmed, you're feeling like like the world is just completely changed and there's no recovery. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you need to stop that kind of thinking because God is never out of control of the world. We we always say that God is holy. We say he is sovereign. We, we know he controls everything. And yet as believers, we live as if he's totally out of control. And don't misunderstand. I know I have that same feeling sometime. You know, whether it's when Olga died last year, which was devastating for me. It was hard to recover from. But you know what? I always knew that God was with me and that God was in control. I didn't always function like it, and I don't always function like it now. Sometimes if you're driving along and you look at the state of the world, the way people are, you go, Lord, this is just, this is wrong. But you know what? His plan is still functioning along as it always has functioned along, and it will come to a conclusion at, in some day. And in that, in that day, we need to be found in Christ Jesus, and we need to not live our lives as if the end of the world is here. We need to live our lives as if we were going to be here for a hundred more years, but we need to be prepared if Jesus is coming tomorrow. And you know what? By being prepared, by being in your word, being on your knees, being filled with the Holy Spirit, guess what? You will find functioning in this dysfunctional world something that you can handle. You're going to have times you're depressed. You're going to have times that you're, you're up and down and all those kind of things. But remember, the long haul of this whole thing is eternity. As I have always said to the men at the mission, uh, when I am delivering a message to the homeless folks, and I had done that for over 25 years, that on the fourth Saturday, I was there, and we were delivering a message to them. And I would look in every single person's eye with the express uh, purpose of telling them there is no one here I don't want to see go to heaven. And I've told them many times, listen, if you're a Christian and you're suffering today, remember this is the only hell you are ever going to know, and then heaven. But if you're going to reject Jesus Christ to the very end of your life and you have no desire at all to even serve the, sir, the Savior or know him, then go out and have a good time because this is the only heaven you're ever going to know, and then hell. And so that's not even the beginning of a good trade-off. And so... With no further ado, I'm going to introduce my dear friend, Hannah. Hannah, say hello to everybody. Hello. Yes. Happy to be here. So, Hannah, 
Mm-hmm. First of all, how long have you lived in Sacramento? Yeah, I'm very new to the area. I think my sister and I moved down here, I want to say in May. I feel like it's been a whirlwind, but yeah, May. So um, grew up in Reading, though, so Sacramento has always been a familiar place to me. Um, and I like it. It's nice. I When I moved, it was, um, as you know, down from Spokane. So mm-hmm. the weather, even though it's unbearably hot sometime, it's still, I think, it's a step up from the snow and the cold. So I'm I'm liking it. Well, we're glad she didn't come on one of those <laughs> mild summers uh, that we have had in the past. You got the full-fledged oh, yes. brunt of it, huh? Oh, yes, yes. But having grown up in Reading, I feel like <laughs> yeah. I... I was conditioned for it. <laughs> yep, exactly. And so now uh, you came to work for the mission three months ago, mm-hmm. correct? Yes, three how'd months. You, how'd you even know about us? Yeah, it's actually kind of funny. So when I was living in Spokane, um, there was a Union Gospel Mission Spokane. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple friends um, and former coworkers that... Uh, were working there and just uh, had a great reputation in the city. I loved what they did. Um, and so when I was, I knew I was moving down to the area um, and wanting to go back to, you know, working in office. I was looking around what organizations, nonprofits, that's my background, um, was working in nonprofits. And so was looking for um, something similar and saw there was a UGM Sacramento um you guys were not looking for employees or anything but i decided to email my resume to your info at email which is a great way to get a hold of us if anyone needs to a god God driven thing yes um but yeah my i uh, sent an email and a couple months later i think um i wasn't even living in sacramento yet i just knew i was moving um soon and a couple months later you guys called because there was a position that had opened so um pretty funny yeah just from googling is how i found you guys and then got connected after that well uh you are a christian woman i am yes and that is pivotal for us Mm -hmm. but here's the the kicker she is absolutely right we were not soliciting (laughs) for anybody to come and work for the ugm and she sent her resume, and I think it went, mm-hmm. did it go to Scott first or Eileen? I think, I, no, Eileen emailed me back and let me know that you guys didn't have any openings, right. but you would keep me in mind if anything came came of it. And it, it was funny because I almost forgot that I had applied because Scott was the one who called me because right, there was an right. opening first in finance. And I was like, oh, who is this? What? Oh, the Union Gospel Mission. I forgot that I had applied. Um, so yeah, the Lord definitely worked it out in his timing and it, it was great timing. I had just moved down in, yeah, in May and I started in June. So it was a quick turnaround time, um, for me. So it, it worked really well. Well, it worked really well for us. And, you know, you can say you believe in coincidence and mm-hmm. all the happenstance. I don't believe in any right. of that stuff. <laughs> Especially when you're talking about God's people, God's organizations, mm-hmm. and the way that things function. Because, yes, Scott had talked to her about a position in the finance department. And then uh, simultaneously, we had uh, one of our people was going to a new mm-hmm. job. She didn't know exactly when she was going, but she was going. And so uh, Hannah came in, she interviewed, and Eileen loved her. You know, mm-hmm. and so did Scott. But 
we sat down with her and we told her, here's the two positions that are opening. Mm-hmm. We've got one that is, is finance. It's heavily numbered, you know, and right. she's certainly skilled and smart enough to do that job oh, as well. Thanks. But Eileen had one that is going to start off with a lot of repetition as far as inputting, but it has a whole creative mm-hmm. side that's going to be blossoming. And uh, so so Eileen really wanted to get you, you know, but so does Scott. <laughs> sure. So now how does that timing and how do, what do I mean by it all really worked mm. out? At the same time, we had a guy that had graduated the program and he was working as an intern in the kitchen. And he has very close to being an eidetic memory. And unlike so many of us, he had never been in serious trouble. He was addicted to, uh, you know, alcohol and drugs for a while uh, after the after he had uh, gotten a divorce from his wife, and uh, or at least a breakup. And uh, so he is a special guy. He mm-hmm. really is, and he has an almost, as I said, an eidetic memory. <laughs> he is a numbers guy. Yeah. He is forthright, honest, kind. Mm-hmm. He's all those things. Yep. And so Eileen took Hannah, and then uh, <laughs> as soon as Scott was over getting upset about yeah. that, <laughs> Matthew came to work, and it was a perfect fit. Yeah. Because he has the numbers. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how creative he is, but I know that that is your forte, right? Yeah. I mean, that's uh, it's definitely a huge part of the role that I enjoy, for sure, is is the creative outlet aspect that, that it brings. So definitely feel like the Lord worked out our positions uh, ahead of us, which is always a blessing when you get to see um, just the Lord's fingerprint on your decision and on your path. You know, sometimes you're not entirely confident when you make a decision you have to move forward um and then you know you look back and you see okay yeah that was the lord and i feel like what was really neat about my experience coming into ugm was seeing god's hand from the start Mm -hmm. and you know that's just something that i think is a blessing and a treat when the lord kind of reveals himself to you from the beginning and you get to see him walk alongside you through your decision um so yeah, that was it. Yeah, looking back, um, and you know when I was going through it, it really was the Lord kind of orchestrating that for us, which is um, really neat. Yeah. Well, and just so you know, I don't know if I've told you this before, but I really did not want to lose you. You know, <laughs> and neither did Eileen, and no, mm. neither did Scott. I felt that there was a real fit there, mm. and so now. When you came on board, and mm-hmm. of course, I'm in all interview processes, yes. and I said to you, now I want you to fully understand that this is a place where sometimes there's sickness, mm-hmm. there's TB, there's flus, there's mm-hmm. there's COVID that has been going around, right. and you have to be prepared to know that you're exposed to those things. Mm-hmm. How did that work out? <laughs> yes, I am recently recovering <laughs> <laughs> From some illness, yeah, it you know it's true. I think just the when you're working with any demographic of people and you have kind of guests coming in and out um, of a facility, that's just the likelihood of of sickness increases, and that 
Um, that's part of UGM, you know, there's a large population of people that are coming in and out of the doors and, um, to not be, you know, to, to be safe and to use wisdom is important. That's part of life. And that's part of being a Christian is, um, asking the Lord to give you wisdom in, in all things, but you also can't be afraid of, you know, the people that you're coming in contact with the Lord's bringing in front of you. And so one part of, you know, what I get to do is on Thursdays, I get to pop out to the women's clothing closet that we have. And, you know, we wear masks and there is hand sanitizer, but you're also holding babies and you're playing with kids and you're, um, you know, just talking closely with women who are there praying with people. And so, um, yeah, all of those things, I think, combined together, I ended up out for a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, got, and, you some, know, got some time at home to rest uh, and recover. <laughs> the mission... Uh, never wants any of their people to fail. Right. And so regardless of of what the rules are, they mm. aren't. Uh, the board of directors had made a decision a long time ago that, you know, we wanted to make sure if somebody's out of for COVID. Right. And I told Eileen to tell you, of course, mm-hmm. that it didn't matter that she didn't have any sick leave. Right. It, it's, you know, that's not going to be in a... a contributory factor mm-hmm. and uh i am i i was concerned a little bit when you were sick mm. not concerned about i was concerned of course about your health mm. and not about having to pay you we we're never going to let you not get Appreciate paid but, that. <laughs> but it it is a a rude way to get mm. oriented to a new job is to right away get sick right <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And so did did that cross your mind? Should I go back to these people? <laughs> no, it didn't actually. I think, you know, part of that might be that before before I went uh, back to school and then worked uh, in some nonprofit roles, I did preschool teaching. So um, you're going to catch everything oh, yeah. as a preschool teacher. Oh, and yeah. so I don't think that, you know, the correlation of, of workplace and exposure to illness is really something that concerns me too much just from all my experience. And, you know, I nannied for probably 10 years at this point. So work and exposure to <laughs> all types of things is pretty, pretty commonplace to me at this point. So, no, it, it didn't. Yeah, it, it didn't uh, deter me from returning to the office at all. <laughs> you know, it's a funny thing. When I came to the mission mm-hmm. as a volunteer, it was like I said, 26, 27 years ago, I would come down once a month with a church. Mm-hmm. And uh, one year I came down and you said, we often don't see God's footprints or fingerprints until we're looking mm-hmm. backwards, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had owned a business, and and I, you know, was a pastor by the time I came to the mission, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I was praying with a guy 20 years ago, more than 20 years ago, at the mission, and he coughed in my face. Oh. He didn't mean to do it. Right. But he had been in a parachute accident. His parachute didn't open all the mm. way, and he hit the ground really hard and he was crushed his whole body was crushed his face was crushed and so he had coughed in my face a week later i'm in auburn Mm -hmm. and they're going uh you have bacterial pneumonia 
Oh, no. And they said, we had to call the CDC because we've never had this this form oh, in wow. Placer County. Oh, wow. So, uh, <laughs> so I was pretty sick. But mm-hmm. see, when I took the position as director, like you, mm-hmm. I knew there were inherent dangers there. Sure. But I never will forget what the ER doc said to me. I said, well, what am I supposed to do, doc, not go and do the ministries? Mm-hmm. This was before I was director, as I said. He said, no. He said, I worked in Hell's Kitchen in an ER. I got tuberculosis and, and pneumonia twice. Oh, wow. He said, but you have to do what you have to do. And you know what? Here's a secular guy saying mm-hmm. he had to do what he had to do. So how can a pastor guy sure. not do what he has to do, right? Yeah. So I got COVID last year. I was really sick. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I could get back, I was back. Yeah. You know, it's part of what happens. Now, having said that, we want to minimize those things. Right. Right? We yeah. want to be as cautious as we can. Of course, yeah. And by the way, my, my youngest daughter is a substitute teacher. Oh, okay, yeah. With little guys. Yep. Uh, of course, that fit right in. She has a Bachelor of Science degree in managerial economics. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how that worked out. <laughs> yeah. But the bottom line comes down to that the mission is the mission. Mm-hmm. So now tell me something. Mm-hmm. You have, uh, you came to the mission and you started working with Jed and you started working with Eileen. And how do you see the mission? In other words, what mm-hmm. I'm really saying is, are, were you disappointed that it's not like the UGM up there? Well, I actually, so I I knew of the reputation of UGM Spokane, but I didn't have a lot of close contact with the, the mission there myself. So I didn't have a lot of expectations, I don't think, about, you know, what it would be like to be on campus and programs and working in office. Um so I kind of came into it, I think, to some extent blind, other than what I knew from from interviewing. Um, and I think something that I, I mean, I could tell you guys were all really close from interviewing, but I, you know, I only met with you and Scott and Eileen. And so something that just made me laugh, but I also really liked and, and I, I appreciate a lot is how much everyone enjoys spending time together like everyone like lunch for example i've never worked in a place where everyone sits down and eats lunch together (laughs) and you know just chats and and knows each other's families and knows each other's you know just kind of bears one another's burdens i think really well um but also just genuinely enjoys spending time on their breaks together and you know I've, I've worked in some spaces where it's like you know break is the time to be by yourself to you know get your head on straight to you know um you know make calls and emails and sometimes i do that still you know sometimes things Everybody just need to be does. yeah taken care of during your break time um but yeah i i definitely can see how what you guys said to me in my interview which was that it's a close environment and people really they want to be family. They want to be um, just a, a part of each other's lives when when you work together. That 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 just really rings true. So I've gotten to see that more and more. And um, you say Jed and Eileen and what it's like working with them. And I've told them this before, but it'll make me laugh. Um, Jed will say something to me, 
And then Eileen, you know, then, then I'll run into Eileen and she'll say the same thing in the same way. And it just makes me laugh. I'm like, oh, you have been working together for a while. Like for you can just while, tell yeah. they, the, their mannerisms sometimes are even similar. Um, and it just cracks me up. So definitely the closeness, I think, and just the um, desire to, to really know one another and to be present with one another is something that, that I feel like I, I've I've really learned um, more and more and gotten to observe just since being there the last couple months. Well, I've been there 16 years mm-hmm. now. And uh, <laughs> as you've gathered from being around in the office, uh, I am the executive director of the Union Gospel Mission and carry that authority with oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it doesn't work like that. There. No, yeah. We care about each other, sure. and you know what? It doesn't matter whether you're doing janitorial work or you're, you know, Eileen in the development director or mm-hmm. Scott in the finance department. You know, there's none of this authoritarian demanding, mm-hmm. do this. This right. is what I've told you to do. Mm-hmm. Uh I care about them, and they care about me. Listen, when I was in the hospital, I really thought they didn't need me anymore because nobody was bringing me problems. Mm. But that wasn't the case. They were trying to shelter me from what was going on. And so it's a spirit of really cooperation. So Mm -hmm. it's not a matter of this person has got more power than this person. No, we're trying to all do a job together. Yeah. And we... We laugh and we joke sometimes, and I, I'm not talking about crude joking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we can see the humor in things. Mm-hmm. And to Hannah's point, we are involved in, in each other's lives, you know, to different varying degrees. Mm-hmm. But when Hannah was sick, she was prayed for by everybody, mm-hmm. and not because we had to sit down and say, oh, don't forget to pray for Hannah. No, everybody's praying for mm-hmm. her. They're praying for her at her church, uh, their churches, and I was praying for her here and at the church I serve in. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of that going up. And by the way, Hannah is exactly that same type of person. She's one of those people to want to get in, get on her knees, and pray mm-hmm. for those people that are hurting. And uh, I'm not trying to embarrass you or anything, <laughs> but you do have a kindness about you oh, that I appreciate. You. And you know what? Uh, last week on the show, I was telling uh, you guys, one of the things that I, I, I really bothers me in Christendom these days is the lack of kindness towards mm. each other. Yeah. And kindness is something that, you know, we're instructed to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the fruit of the, the spirit is kindness and goodness. And, and so we're down to one minute. Can I get you to stay next uh, for the next yes. show? Yes, I'd love to. All right. So, Hannah, uh, anything you'd like to say in the next 45 seconds? Oh, gosh. Not on the spot like that, I don't think. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I forgot. I love to put people on the spot. <laughs> but uh, we're going to hold her over. And then we're okay. going to find a uh, we're going to get into a couple of things next week, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. like. How you came to know Jesus and those things? Ooh, yes, yes, right. great. Love to. And uh, you guys out there, you know, uh, we truly care about you guys. You have kept us going. You have kept us supported. Mm-hmm. You have not taken us to just that first stage. You have kept us going. So until we meet again, as always, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. Mm-hmm.
listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you want to know more about the work of the mission, log on to UGMSAC.com, UGMSAC.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916-447-3268, 916-447-3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.